You are listening to Harmonizer Podcast, Episode 2. Okay, so if you listened to my last episode, you would know I'm Alyssa. Let's get this episode started by discussing the new information that has been released on the 727 tour. Okay, it was announced the other day that our second opening act is going to be JoJo. For those of you who don't know, she is a pop singer from like the 2000s that basically became unpopular and all of a sudden is having a comeback, I guess, with her career. I remember actually like listening to her when I was younger, so I am actually looking forward to this. And the other opening act that we have is Victoria Monet. I haven't heard of her music. I think I've talked about her already on last episode, so I'm just gonna stick to talking about the JoJo announcement since that is what is going on in the present time right now. Okay, so what I found out about reading on JoJo just now was she got her start back in 2003 from a television show called America's Most Talented Kids. And this caused her to get a record contract, which eventually led to the release of her debut album in June of 2004. Her debut single was Leave, Get Out. It reached number one on the Billboard Pop Song chart, which made her the youngest solo artist to have a number one single in the United States at 13 years old. I actually found this information to be pretty interesting. Since then, this album has sold over 4 million copies worldwide to date. Her second album was eventually released in 2006. The lead single was a little too late. This song was my jam when I was younger. I mean, I just recently started listening to that song on Spotify, so I am so glad she's opening for them. It's just going to be interesting to see what her set list is going to be for the concert. I mean, I hope she uses some of her older songs. I hope she performs Leave, Get Out, and Too Little Too Late, because those are like my favorite songs from by her, so yeah. And another thing I have just read was the fact that I guess what had got her career to slow down was 20 of her songs were leaked through a YouTube channel in August of 2009, and she ended up seeking $500,000 from the record label and to be released from the contract because it had messed up her career so much. So I guess that would explain why she's went MIA for so long. Like I said though, I cannot wait for this concert. Like, it's going to be amazing. Uh, JoJo, I hope she actually I actually have pretty high expectations for JoJo considering that she's been in the music business for so long. I mean, last concert I had high expectations for Debbie Ryan and that sort of went nowhere. But yeah. Okay, let's get to the next part of the podcast. We are talking about Fifth Harmony's performance at the CMT Awards on June 8th. 
they had performed a mashup of their song, Work From Home, with the country singer Cam, and she had performed her song, Mayday. I'm not really familiar with the country music scene, really, so I have no idea. I mean, I only watched the CMT Awards because of Fifth Harmony. Like, I am not a fan of country music. No offense to those of you who listen to country music, I'm just not. That's not my style. First of all, I want to say the girls all look gorgeous. The CMT Awards. I mean, their white dresses that they wore on the red carpet were just be absolutely beautiful. And don't even get follow us on social media. Our Twitter account is at Harmo Podcast. Our Instagram is at Harmonizer Podcast. Check back every Friday for new episodes. And for those of you who are interested in co-hosting this podcast, contact me via direct message on Instagram, Twitter, or the business email for this podcast, which is harmonizerpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Now back to the podcast. But the controversy this time is on Dinah recording solo in the studio. I mean, I support them in all their projects no matter what. I think that all of y'all should support them. It's not fair. They don't deserve the hate. If that's what they want to do, then let them do it. That's what I say. It's unfair to hate on the girls that much. Like, they're not trying to upset y'all. They're just doing what they want to do. And if y'all don't support that, too bad. Okay, so now on to the next topic. This topic is on the official charting of 727 and its release week. It was just announced that for U.S. sales, 727 had reached number three on the charts. That is actually pretty good considering that I think Reflection had only got number five. I mean, everyone was saying that this album was flopping, but it did better than Reflection, I think. If I'm wrong, just correct me and I'll come back and correct this in the next episode. So, yeah. Um, and another thing that is in the news is the fact that the Honda stage the girls had performed at, I think, like, maybe two days ago. I'm recording this on Thursday night so that it can be posted for, actually not Thursday night, Thir actually it is Thursday now because it's midnight, but I'm posting this on, I guess, Friday at midnight, so I'll be posting this in 24 hours now, and yeah, well, the Honda stage thing, the gr it's going to be, like, streamed online on the 13th, I believe it was announced, and they had invited, like, people in that general area to go to the concert with free tickets or whatever. I think it was in like California or something, I don't know. I can't wait to see this because it's just going to be awesome. So, 
it's going to be amazing, honestly. Like, it's a preview, I guess, of what the 727 tour is going to be, hopefully. I just want to know what the heck their set list is going to be like. I hope they do some of their older songs. I hope they bring back Telling Me because that would just slay. I mean, it would be cool if they also did some of their old unreleased songs, too. I can't wait to hear the X's and O's cover live. Like, that is just, like, blessing my ears right there from hearing it on YouTube. So, I'm saying so, so many times. It's ridiculous. I think it's more of I'm inexperienced with podcasting at this point. I'm just starting out. I'm trying not to say so that many times. I'll probably cut this out. But I don't know. Okay, let's take the Q&A session of this podcast. The first question is from Flexing Haragi. If you could live anywhere, where would it be? Well, the answer to that one... Hmm. I mean, I wouldn't want to live somewhere hot. But I mean... I don't like hot weather and I don't like cold weather. So that's a pretty hard answer. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, like Florida would be somewhere pretty dope to live. And I cannot believe I just said dope. Oh well. But I mean, yeah, I don't know where I'd want to live. I mean, I hate Ohio at times because of the weather and how weird it is. Like, don't get me wrong, I like Ohio when it's weather like what today was, where it was like, I think, maybe 70 and 60, sort of. But when it's like 80s or 90s, I just don't like it. And the news for this podcast is I have officially got it published on iTunes Podcasting. So you can check it out there now if you are looking at it on Podbean. I'm going to be keeping the link in my description as the iTunes link now. I'm going to try and get it on Google Play next, I think. To try and get a wider audience. I mean, I know I'm just starting out. I need to keep in, like, keep the social media updated because I haven't posted in a week since the last release of the podcast. And my other project that I am going to be doing is I am going to basically be working on my YouTube channel again, hopefully starting the day that this is released. Uh, Direct message me on Instagram and tell me what you want my next video to be on my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel, for those of you who don't know, is Levatic That's it for this episode. Be sure to check back next Friday for a new episode of Harmonizer Podcasts.